The Daily Talk Show, episode 540. Wow, good solid number to have Pete Shepard back in the Pete building. For his myself in. Ninth yeah, yeah. appearance, Definitely. Mr. 97. How many minutes has. Oh, I haven't done it yet. Okay, oh, sorry. sorry. You just asked him early. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Uh, I've got a Ben Fordham. Uh, ben Fordham uh, what is this called? Stubby Holder. Stubby Holder. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Harry's still in the building. Final day for you, Harry. Mm. How are you feeling? All right. Oh, that's good. How I'm you tired. Feel? I'm very uh, tired. We've been working me hard. Yeah, they've been working me hard. How's your week been, Pete? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty solid. Uh, Just coming to grips with the fact that it's December. Oh, fuck. It's outrageous. I mean, but you could be thrown with the weather like it's still winter. Mm. Yeah, this is true. Um, how's how's the uh, coaching business going? Going well, yeah. What, what's, um, <laughs> what's something that's been uh, coming up with clients this week? This week, I mean, that's a. Are you trying to coach him? Is this what's going on? <laughs> no, I'm just curious oh, okay. to know what people's people's challenges are f- mm-hmm. that they're facing. Like, I wonder if there's a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Not necessarily. I haven't really thought about it though. To be honest, I wonder if I was talking with a, a colleague actually, or a friend at the office that I work at, who's right. also a coach. Friend can be friend a colleague. Or colleague friend. Well, well, more I, colleague or more friend? Well, not really colleague because we don't work together. We just happen to be in the same office. Mm-hmm. So friend, and she's a coach as well. And she was saying that she feels like a lot of people are losing their marbles because mm. it's approaching the end of the year and mm. new decade and all that stuff. I was like, oh, I haven't really noticed that as much. But I think, I don't, I don't know how you guys feeling about it, the new decade. Is, is that it, a thing? Is it just your coaching quality? You just, your <laughs> clients. Everyone's can, under control. We can yeah, all everyone. say, come December, if you usually shit your pants, <laughs> well, Pete's coaching will keep you keep the shit inside. I feel like the decade <laughs> thing is, uh, I never even considered it After up until 20, like a week. Oh, right, so week someone ago. said this to me, like, new decade, what are you going to do? I was like, what do you mean? 2020. I was like, oh. Do we do, be thinking do, about that? Do, do we, we do anything tactic? for 2010 though? When you were nah, when we we're entering nah. 2010, we weren't like new decade. Yeah, I, nah, so no. I mean, two years later was a great year, 2012. But 2000, the year 2000. Do you remember yeah. what you were doing? I year don't 2000. Remember, I don't remember myself specifically what I was doing, but I remember the narrative around like Y2K yeah. and the computers were gonna essentially take over. Planes were gonna fall out of planes, the sky. People weren't flying because they were worried they'd drop from the sky. Fair. I guess like because it, it was all had to do with it seemed so practical in regards to so basically computers help the planes fly. Yeah. Mm. The clocks of the computers haven't or the dates haven't allowed for this. And so once it ticks over, all those computers are going to be fucked and all the planes are going to <laughs> mm. go down. Oh, and if you hear that narrative over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you probably would be like, well, I mean, I could fly on New Year's Eve yeah. or I could just fly the day after when it might be safer. Well, 2012 also was a year where the Mayan calendar had oh, specifically right. Right, dated yeah. that something was going to happen. Nothing happened. Turned out to be a fucking great year. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> mine's got it absolutely wrong and we all got the Y2K bug thing wrong. Yeah. Has, uh, when was the last time you guys used a physical planner slash diary? Oh, I have. I I use a notepad, notebook mm-hmm. every day. Is that, I don't know has that it counts. got dates on it or no? No, I write the date at the top manually. Okay. Mm. Too limiting. I remember mm. I used it for clients when I was a PT, <clears> but it was specific to that one page time slots. Yeah, and then if you miss a week, you kind of get flat because you've got a, like a blank week. You just got to skip yeah. it. And you describe. Yeah, it's a. But that's what it's about, isn't it? Because remember back in school days, we used to have, yeah. did you all have planners? But yeah, like a, a school diary. Yeah. And we used, oh, to, right. we used to cut the corner. Yeah. Oh, and, so, and, you could like, so you could oh, turn yeah, straight yeah, to yeah. it. It was genius. So you cut it uh-huh. every week. You cut that and then you could just like turn straight oh, to that That's page. right. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Works well. Actually- but it, it makes sense for doctors and stuff who want to just be in a room in their practice. Yeah. Where they can just- Taking mm-hmm. notes. But I mean, you can do it on the, on the computer. Yeah. yeah. Just- the thing is, that you've got to lean into the digital- Space. Is there anything that you're doing, Pete, within your business that people are still doing 
by hand? I think, I mean, not by hand per se, but I think the fact that 95% of my work is remote is still very foreign to people, yeah. mm. that everything is on Zoom and Slack and email. And a lot of people still find that concept hard to grasp of like, oh, but if I was working with someone or if I was a coach, I would sit down across the room from them. And I do that far more rarely than I do hop on mm. Zoom and have a chat with someone. I think that concept is still foreign to people. You went to like a conference the other day where it was like all virtual. Yeah, digital conference. Can you still say you went to a conference? Do you read a book if you if it's audible? Definitely not. Oh, absolutely not. You haven't read the book. You, I listen um, to the Can book. you count it as listening? Are you still listen to the oh, book? It's you, listening, yeah. but it's I not guess, read. Yeah. People say read. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? You've got to say listen, phone which sex is isn't fine. sex. <laughs> Definitely not. We've got <laughs> conferences to phone sex. Like but you see the connection. An, an, an orifice has been penetrated, but it's just <laughs> yeah. not the orifice that you would think. Off so brand anyway, for Pete the, right now. That's that last. So so the com- bring it back to no. the conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you virtual go to a conference? conference? Did you go to a conference? Yeah. Well, it was a virtual conference or maybe it was called a virtual festival or conference, mm-hmm. but it was, it was essentially an experiment of can you replicate what you can get in a conference, which is a bunch of different stages, a bunch of different speakers, a bunch of different people attending and different like rooms or stages were available, which were essentially different virtual Zoom rooms. And so I facilitated one of the sessions and it was awesome. It worked, mm. it worked really well. We had 120 people show up, everyone from mm. the comfort of their living room or their office. And then like in between, they would do little kind of networking things where you do essentially speed dating. You get thrown into a room with like one other person and you spend five minutes mm. chatting to them and you get thrown into another room and you spend five minutes chatting to them and you get five minutes. And so it was, it was really cool. What's, what's the feeling? Uh, what's the difference in the feeling? So you could go to a full day conference where mm. you're sitting there, your bum's a bit sore. So you get all these other stimulus. Yeah. So what, what's the, do you come out just cognitively like, whoa, my yeah, head, wired. and I'm actually just pretty still. Yeah. I was comfy because yeah. I was at home. Yeah, you come out, I find you come out really wired. Yeah. Like this was me half an hour ago when you sent mm. me a message and I was like so wired because I just come out of intense conversations with people, even on Zoom. Mm. I find it, for some reason, it like wires you even more. And what's your comfy space? Like what do you do? I stand. I like to stand. Yeah. Like I, I find standing, I maintain energy mm. as opposed to like slouching and getting tired. Mm. I find if I stand, it helps. Just like keep me alert. Do you think that we could do the podcast standing up? I think we should. Yeah. Oh, we can't now. But we have. We did it heaps in LA. You're like a standing. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've got. There's a. There's definitely a stamina. Like it gets to a certain point, and I start getting fidgety. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. So I start sort of just swaying both sides. I change mic hand. Like Mm -hmm. you can see it at like the thirty minute mark or something. I think if it affects me less potentially. I just, just fucking, I'm just, not, yeah, I just like in. fucking lock in <laughs> yeah. and just sort of don't move. I just, I'm a fidget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am too. I'm sort of known in among a few friends and groups that I work with online for being the guy that's always like shuffling. Swaying. And swaying. Just motion Moving from foot to foot to foot to foot. <laughs> but everyone else is so motionless. I find mm. that like disorientating. I need to be like moving around. So how do we do it? If we wanted to implement like a digital conference, mm-hmm. what did you learn from it? What tools are you using? How do you, like what's the actual bits that you would take from it if you were to do it yourself. So obviously, well, Zoom was mm-hmm. the, the, the teleconference, I guess, software that we use, which worked really well. The main thing is you need a way to communicate with everyone at like in real time. So you need to be able to say to people, this thing is happening now, click at this link over here. This thing's happening now, click this link over there. So there's like a central communication platform. In Zoom or Slack? This was separate. So this is on the platform okay. called Discourse. You could mm-hmm. use Slack if you had everyone in Slack. And so it would be like an announcement. And so there's URLs essentially. And you click the URL and that sends you to the right Zoom room. Right. Yeah. And so- It's, cool. it's really cool. 
was it sort of hacking it together or did it feel like these systems were all designed? No, it felt really well designed, which okay. I think, I think the, the, the idea was it probably will feel really hacky and weird, mm-hmm. but it actually felt really good and natural. And it was kind of like if you think about the tension of getting thousands of people around the world to come to one conference and the cost and the flights yeah. and everything, this was like people all around the world and sitting in the comfort of, or standing mm-hmm. in the comfort of their own space. It's so pretty the, cool. I mean, what do you think about being in one-on-one so, or being in the room so you're f- experiencing all of that sort of stimulus? Yeah, it's unique. It's definitely unique because you kind of look around and you're like, oh, no, I'm on my own. But then you got we had 120 people, Jen and I did a, a workshop. We had 120 wow. people staring at us. Like, and so it was like them. individual boxes, yeah, like the Brady Bunch. It's like the Brady Bunch. Everyone has their own square. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Everyone takes up the same amount of space. And so you can't tell how big or small or short or tall people are. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just the same. And they're just kind of these smiling faces that you can kind of scroll through. Mm. It's pretty cool. And do the, can you unmute them? Yeah. So the, the general rule is everyone's on mute except for the person talking. Do they have to do that or can you mute all? There's a bit of both. So they can come off mute and on mute. But in this conference that we had, we had like admin settings to mute everybody. So there wasn't right. like awkward coughing in the background or because that happens a lot. What throws you off when you're doing a talk? Usually like if it's remote or Zoom, it's usually when someone's off mute and you can hear a conversation or a cough oh, yeah. or a sneeze or like someone typing an email. You're like, that's like, just just mute that, please. My favorite <clears throat> was that we had a meeting with a client the other day and every time they went to get an M&M, it would cut to them. Yeah, I think it must have been the visual it or whatever. And so noise. someone would be talking about, so I'm thinking about this thing, blah, blah, blah. And then you just see the first <laughs> <laughs> going in. It was, it was, it was great fun. Is good. So 2020, uh, yeah. what's on the cards? I don't know. Like I, I haven't sat down really and thought about new decade, new me or anything like that. Mm. But I'd like to keep doing a version of what I'm doing now mm. is essentially how I've been thinking about it. I'll the, be... The uh, idea of the conference thing, yeah. I just had this moment when you were talking about all the rooms and all that sort of thing. Mm. I know we're still paying off LA and we can't, like, let's not talk about other shit. However, South, if we, there was a way that South by Southwest could have, uh, happen, I feel like you'd be mm. great to go with. Yeah. It'd be good fun. I'm up for it. If we, is that what we're doing? Oh, a, a, a trip physical to trip. By? Yeah, a physical yeah, trip yeah. to like South by Southwest. I'd love to. What do you think, 97? Yeah, Absolutely. that sounds exciting. Yeah, okay. What date is it? It's Can April, get- so... The Can exact dates. I'm thinking okay. I might be back in New York in April, so it could oh, work perfect. out. Just pop down. Jules Lund will be speaking. Meet you guys. Uh, March, you? March 13th oh, to 22nd. Soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, probably irresponsible. Is there a listener out there yeah. ready to sponsor us to get over <laughs> yeah. there? I mean, yeah, but uh, South by Southwest is this super interesting festival mm. because it's like all the hotels, all the venues are taken over. Yeah. And so. Have you been? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not like. Um, I just assumed maybe that it was all in this one sort of conference hall, like a Vegas style thing where you mm. sort of go and you get a map, but it's like really, oh, I want to go see this thing. It's on the other part of the city. And so you oh. walk, you might walk 15 minutes to get to the next one. It's wow. like the whole, it's almost like going to like Melbourne Comedy Festival or yes. even like Music Week where it's not one specific venue. Yeah. Every single venue is mm. doing it. That's the cool. pub crawl. Mm-hmm. And Austin's a cool city too. Oh, like it's so that. cool. Yeah. Uh, have you been been to many big conferences or expos? No, I mean, TED is the main one, TEDx, mm-hmm. TEDx Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you spoke at, right? Melbourne Uni. Yeah. Oh, I spoke at Melbourne Uni. Is that, um, to, TEDx Melbourne's a bit bigger. Is that online, the TED talk that you did? Not yet. No, they've, sub- they've got to submit it and then it gets approved and all that jazz. Yeah, hey, so. thanks, With Tom. your dancing. Fuck. 
That's my yeah, That's not in the cut. I thought that was in my head. I didn't think I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> you did, dude. I saw a big man sway back and forth. Put a bit of jazz behind it. It looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the talking thing, um, going from the TED thing to looking at 2020, mm. um, you were saying how you spoke to Seth about it. He said, just do more. Yeah. What is, if Seth is telling you do more, yeah. what does that look like for you? So the the backstory to that is I told Seth, you know, we were talking about when I was in New York speaking at TEDx. Seth Godin. Seth Godin. And he's he's making us lunch. And without like, without even... Can you just paint the picture? What's he making? He was making like a sweet potato noodle kind of, because he's vegetarian, mm-hmm. sort of vegetarian dish. It was delicious. He's seen Game, cha- game Changers. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was a pre-Game Changers. Pre- yeah, before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. so without looking up, he's like, you should do five more. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well... The thing about TEDx is no one speaks to other TEDx organizers. Everyone wants to have the TEDx event where their talk went viral. Mm-hmm. And the better, each time you do a TEDx talk, you'll be better. So you should do five because the fifth one will probably be more likely to be the one that gets popular than mm-hmm. the first one. Love it. And I was like, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So I now need to find four. So do more. you do all the same or are they all different? Well, that's why I asked him and he was like, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is to just do five talks. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Seth, should I do a different talk? Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, no, he's specific, Seth. He's like, no, 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 just do it. But I guess that comedians tour a special for a year mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. a, yeah. a stand-up thing for a year. Yeah. It's one thing you find when you start to follow certain thought leaders or speakers or whatever is they say a lot of the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over again just in different parts of the world to different audiences. We'll start oh. with why, good example. Right. Like ten, it's a, over 10 years. Mm, yeah. It's Dude, a pretty, um, same, pretty simple concept, but it takes a while for people to yeah. get their heads around it. Yeah. A friend told me that this company paid an exorbitant amount of money to get Brene Brown to come and do an hour. Yeah. She doesn't do many talks. And he said that he saw her and said it was her TED talk. Yeah. Which is like so valuable. She's there and that's yeah. what they're getting mm-hmm. her there for. Well, the Netflix special is the same. It's like if you've read her books, you watch the Netflix special and it's just like her narrating her book. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I've heard all this with a few funny jokes and she's very, very charismatic. But the content is still all the same as the stuff that's in her books. Well, repetition is powerful. So it's mm. uh, I, can, I can get bogged down and go, oh, people have seen that, but most people haven't. Yeah. Most people haven't seen you do your talk. Exactly. Yeah. Or if they have, they probably benefit from hearing it again because mm. they'll pick up something else. Why do you think we all feel that like what is what is that if we're worried is it that we're getting caught out as oh you're a one-trick pony yeah, or i don't know I've, I've wondered that myself it's something jen and i speak about a lot is we think we need to always come up with some brand new concept but it's like maybe you just need to repeat the good concept over and over and over again until people really get it it's because you're always in the room when you're doing the talk right so it's really really old so if you yeah. think about it, it's like they say like when a marketing manager gets sick of a advertisement play it 50 more times because the thing is it's like there is so much more opportunity or cut through that happens. I guess that's a similar with like social media. Uh, Mr. 97 and I, when we're talking about what we're going to post on Instagram, it's like if the algorithm is getting uh, stronger and stronger in what it's weeding out, then if only one in six times someone's going to see our content, that means that we need to do do six posts a day just to guarantee that someone is going to see our thing once. Once. Also, good quality content can sort of reach many mm-hmm. times. So videos yeah. can go viral more than once. Yes. Yeah. I've posted shit that it was a good video. I'm like, let's see if this works again. And it does. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. What's well, yeah. like the TikTok example? Yeah, but, e- but, even, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but even Facebook, the same video. Yeah. I should just post it again. Yeah. What's- oh, I, I heard. Remember I did the thousand steps video? Oh, it was yeah. like I counted the thousand steps. 
miscounted the first time, went mm-hmm. back and realised I had and counted it again. Anyway, so I came up with this no- A number. I heard Fev reel out the number. Oh, really? He literally must have watched my video. It's am- It was That's amazing. Unreal. Mr. 97 was looking into it too and he found like Fev. the um, – the council even were like, yeah, that's correct, that number. Really? Wow. And I was I like, like oh, that Leon Sjogren doing a one-pager for Fev. <laughs> <laughs> that could have something to, to do with but it. But the point being is if your talk's good, which it is, mm. get it out. Yeah, so I'm, it. I'm speaking at Craig Harper's conference in February. Oh, I'm pumped for that. The U Project conference. And he was asking me the other day what I want to speak about. And I was saying I'll just speak about a similar topic as I did with my TEDx topic because there was, what, 100 people in the room there. Mm which is not the same 600 or 700 that are going to be in the room for yours. Mm. So I'll, I'll change it up a little bit, but it'll essentially be the same message. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It mm. makes a lot of sense. Uh, Can we, we get a, everyone to dance? I might try. I might get Craig. I think I might try Craig, Craig after to dance. I would love to. <laughs> do now, a there's step, a video that would go viral yeah. and do a bit of a singing bit as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, when we had uh, Michael Bungay-Stanier on, mm. uh, he was talking about book publishing and writing a book. Yeah. I've always been in your ear around, Peter, you're going to write a book. Uh, and you've always sort of pushed back on it, hearing him talk and all that sort of thing. Where do you sit on the whole book writing, coaches, thought yeah. leadership? I think if anything, it validated my thought of not writing one at the moment because mm-hmm. he was talking about how tedious and arduous and painful it is. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you should just do some podcasts instead. Yeah. And I was like, cool, that's what I'm doing. So thanks <laughs> yeah. for validating that, Michael. Yeah, I thought- well, what is it? It's the legacy media that we feel sometimes, but maybe because we've grown up with it, that it mm. is super powerful. Books have changed people's lives, but so yeah. have other things. But podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts have changed people's lives. Blog posts yeah. have changed people's yeah. lives. Yeah. And so we get sort of stuck to the medium. Yeah. I, and I'm like, I guess it's maybe it's a, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but I just, the thought of it taking so long mm. to get out there, it's just like, I just want to be able to record something and push it, mm. record something and push it rather than like writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. What's your, what's your information diet been in 2019? What have you Ooh. been consuming? Lean. Like information diet. Fish. Fish content. Fish, lots of fish content, yeah. No, information diet has been uh, I've sort of dwindled down the podcast that I subscribe to, mm-hmm. which has been good. So a lot of Debbie Millman, a lot of Krista Tippett. Who's Debbie? Debbie Millman, she does Design Matters. Oh, yeah. 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 She's phenomenal. I really, mm-hmm. really like her. Her podcast is great. She's probably one of the best interviewers that I follow, I reckon. Okay. So she's great. Krista Tippett's great. The Daily Talk Show Boys is pretty good. Thank Excellent. you. They're solid. And that's kind of it. I sort of pick and choose the Tim Ferriss podcast yeah. based on who the guest is, a bit like Joe Rogan, but I don't subscribe to them as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to replace a lot of that with audiobooks okay. as well. Reading audiobooks, TJ. Or listening yeah, to audiobooks. No. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, you're not ready. Also you're correct. listening. Um, the phone thing, like I've talked a lot over the year, even like two years. If you think about it, if you go back. Remember when you retired? Yeah, retired from social media. <laughs> retired from social media. It was crazy. Was and that a longer stint than your vegetarianism? Yeah, well, that was retired, retired for, for a, while. a year. Yeah, really? Was it a year? No, I want to say no, six no, months. No. It was solid. When did no, I start? I reckon it's very. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. It would have been. So because I unarchived a bunch of shit, but it was no, nah, dude. I reckon it would have been two months. No, oh, that, oh, fuck I thought no. it was like six. No, so when you got like back from overseas, it was November or something, mm-hmm. October, November, and we came into this office earlier this year, March. Jeez, time. And so it's then funny. that's not a, like it feels like it's been this. It feels like ten years this one year. Mm. To be honest, I think yeah, this year's been outrageous. <sighs> it's a big one. But um, yeah, the the social media stuff. Like I've gone back the. The other way, which mm. is seeing the value in posting stuff. Yeah. And so trying to break up, like with all the stuff that we do, it's like 
so easy to go guest photo, guest photo, especially on my personal one, right? Yeah. Every time we have a guest on, putting up a photo and it all looks the same. Yeah. And so I'm trying to like say, okay, if I did a, a post a day yeah. that wasn't that, yeah. that could be interesting. Yeah. How do you find it? Posting. Yeah. Like, do you get the anxiety of social so media? The things, nah, so the things that I posted that I was happy about, d- they end up doing well and mm. maybe serving. So, for instance, um, uh, on Friday I did the post of Harry. Yeah. Uh, about uh, work experience, Harry. Who I mean, but you were just leveraging his stardom. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, Harry's a good quality guy. I want to be aligned. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why I'm in the photo with him. I yeah, want to create yeah. an alignment with Absolutely, Harry. Absolutely, that's fair. Um, yeah, but the, those types, and I also got the new phone. I wanted to use yeah, the wide angle. It's pretty so smart, the anxiety, tell, run me through. I struggle. I blow struggle by so blow. much. You've just taken a photo. Oh, I struggle so much with the, especially Instagram. I don't know mm. what it is about the, just the overthinking or like the fear of judgment when you like, Put a photo up. I still have it so much. And so it's the, it's, it is the judgment of people so. looking at it? I think it's the fear of other people's opinions. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Generally I, call can give, FOPO. I can give FOPO. you an update, guys. Fear of people's opinions. Yeah. It was um, June 19. Mm-hmm. And so when I got back on, and so I the last post I had done was November 1, 2018. So and so it was six months. Six or seven months, yeah. That's good. Jeez, that's flown. Yeah. yeah. So it was that a bit did outrageous. fly. And then we were in here. But yeah, yeah the, so the geez, first post after. that I did was studio. in the and studio you with the back. sign. Did you say you're back in there? Yeah. yeah. Baby's back. Gram <laughs> after eight months of retirement. Fuck. Do you find it? The anxiety of like posting and sharing yeah. and do yeah. you get it? I, yeah, can't, I can't stand it. Yeah, but my, the reason I was saying is it about the people. It's not about the people for me. Mm. I don't know. What there's a friction point at just like the caption and then just yeah. like thinking about what it all, what it means to the other stuff I've been posting. Yeah. Maybe it's easier if you're a fishing guy and you've just posting photos of your catch. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking here's my latest catch. Yeah. Here's my more latest. boring than looking at photos of people holding fish. There's a lot of Instagram accounts with way more followers than all of us. Yeah. That are fishing. I just, and yeah. they're living their best life. So I had a month where you yeah. actually challenged me, Josh, mm-hmm. from one of our walks. You challenged me to lean into social media more and do stories and post. And I started doing these little like clips every time we had a podcast episode or every time I wrote a blog. And I got some good feedback. I got some really nice feedback from them, but I just, the, the like anxiety and the tension I felt of doing it, I was like, I don't mm. know if I can do this so anymore. So the, the benefit wasn't in that way, the no, feeling? not really. Not for me. And I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what the benefit was beyond like a few people would say, those are really cool. Mm. And but what about all the people that weren't saying anything, but you were in their the mind and thinking, but, yeah. but it can be a positive, it can be a negative or positive, right? Mm. There can be the story of like, uh, people who aren't saying anything, uh, thinking negative things, or the opposite, which is like there's heaps of people who are seeing it, yeah. which then, yeah, what is the benefit of more people knowing what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. I think it's probably one of the flaws that I need to work through, mm-hmm. which is the fear of people's opinions and the the people pleasing syndrome, I guess, is what mm-hmm. I would refer to it as. But I mean, you've you, your balls deep, as Grant Smiley says, um, into that. Like you're the guy doing the TEDx talk. Yeah. You're the guy standing in front of lots of people doing a hundred person. Yeah, which I don't mind doing that. It's the posting about it afterwards that gives me so mm. much anxiety. And I, I, yeah. his balls deep, but he won't even kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of that sort of gear. But ninety-seven, the um, uh, social media thing, your relationship mm. with it. You've mm. got at Mister Ninety Seven uh-huh. on Instagram. When was your last post? Can you pull up uh, for episode five hundred before he went away? Oh, great! Actually, he was on the plane. 
It's just before we were taking off, I posted it. How did you was find a, it? That was a good like um, carousel of images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I like I like doing. You caught up on a year's worth of posts. Yeah, in batching. One post. <laughs> batching. It's great. You just you just get a bunch of photos. So for the LA one, yeah, I'll just do one post and it'll have like ten photos. The entire in trip. Yeah. yeah. You will or you did? No, I will. So what year? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty? No, it'll actually it was in it was in my um little book to do. I, yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. So how you find, so you've got a book you talking uh-huh. about your little book describe what is it? Well, it's literally just a checklist of of stuff that I write down in the morning mm. to to get whatever I'm thinking about out of my head, mm-hmm. and then on the other side, on the left side of it, it's just like um, like a gratitude journal, and then potentially the question of the day, which is either suggested by Josh or Tommy or. Just mm-hmm. a question or something that I've been Fuck, thinking about. I haven't about. had one in there. Nice. I haven't been told that no, I've was, given you a was, question of the day. Giving, it was just it was trying a, to spread the... But no, mate, yeah, I give, I it, I give the question. Give the question you can give yeah, the question. You can, you Does can this give rely me. on someone texting it through to you? Is that what happens? No, no I just say just, the one-on-one. Because I do the one-on-ones with 97s, yeah. I'll say if there is something like, have you got a question of the day? If he doesn't, I'll say maybe it could be... So one of them could be, say for instance, we're looking at business models and all that sort of thing. So it could be uh, who within your network would be interested in what we do. Mm. And then he can riff on that and then, you know, find answers. Nice. Can you give him one, Pete? Because I can't think of one for yeah, I'm just trying to think. Other this than what's for lunch? What's, what's yeah. for lunch? Yeah. For tomorrow. There's a great question by a guy called Jerry Colonna, which haunts me actually. Who's Jerry Colonna? So he's a famous, well, not famous, he's an executive coach in New York. He coaches like- Colleague s- or friend or- <laughs> Friend of Seth. So I'll call him a friend. Yeah, yeah. great. He's yeah, okay. a CEO. He coaches a bunch of executive CEOs in, in New York, including like the CEO of Gimlet and the CEO of Shopify. I think these kind of people. Anyway, he asked this question, which takes a while to get your head around, which is how are you complicit in creating the conditions you say you don't want? Say it again. How are you complicit in creating the conditions you say you don't want? So creating the stuff that I don't want. So the stuff that we complain about, like, oh, I hate the fact that I'm not earning enough money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 but how are you complicit? What's your hand in actually the creation of that? Like you're creating that. Well, it's radical ownership, isn't it? Yeah. That's the idea. So it's own your own your shit. Own your situation. Figure out a way to get away away from Mm -hmm. it. But that that question, I think, is because it's really easy to point the finger elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's basically like- Oh, yeah, it's blame fun. Mondays. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just about- yeah, yeah. It's just Monday. For yeah. December, we just did it all week. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a celebration for the for the sort of new year and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So there's a question to noodle on. That's a great question. Yeah. I love it. Thanks, mate. How are you finding the blogging every week? I love it. still love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the practice of sitting down on a Sunday afternoon with no idea what I'm going to say and then mm-hmm. you, you sit there for an hour or so and then you come up with something and you go, oh, well, I'll ship that. Mm-hmm. Even if- And 95% of the time, I think that's crap, but that's all right. Have you thought about- doing it daily i have yeah it's definitely crossed my mind but i just i like i'd write once a day in my journal but it doesn't feel like the sort of writing that's worth putting out into the wild do you take stuff from the journal and put it into the blog sometimes yeah sometimes i'll look back at the week of Mm -hmm. journaling and go oh actually that's interesting i might write about that Mm -hmm. but other times it's just like you know garbage or gibberish or like real deep dark thoughts yeah. the, thing, the hard thing like the social media bit the blogging every day mm. the doing the podcast every day if you were to put it on a piece of paper and if one of the if you knew that one of these things would get you further towards where you want to go whatever it is mm. <laughs> 90 cents figure I needed to burp and I just burped yeah. off camera that's what, what I was doing it was laughing at it. I wasn't, I actually yeah. was completely serious. I wasn't being funny then, but he was um, laughing. Sorry. Do you think you'd still do it even if you knew? Like you think about, okay, 
it. Uh, you daily blog mm-hmm. for the next year and it will make you as big as Seth Godin or something like that. I don't mm, know. Yeah. You think you would do it? No, I'm saying would you do it even if you know? So the mm. thing is we don't know. That's the one thing we all fucking know. Yeah. But even if you did know, do you think you, it would be enough to s- commit to it and actually do it successfully? So I'm just trying to understand. Over outcome, so. I'm just trying to understand because it, there is no surety sh- in any of the stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if we did know, would you even stick at doing it? Yeah. That's a really interesting question. I think that's why we should do things that you enjoy the process for because we can't control the outcome. Mm. I would imagine if, I, if there was an outcome that I really wanted, I think I'd be pretty good at sticking to something to get that outcome. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the opposite, which is like, unattached from mm. the outcome and enjoy the process. Well, I like to think that I would, if I knew that putting out a video a day would be the thing, I'd like to think I could do it, but I yeah. also think that maybe. But if it is, like it would be the thing. But you're kind of doing that So, so let's say something else, like writing a blog a day would yeah. make me the other thing. I, I still think it would fuck with me too much. Mm. But so, that's bit, that fucking with you is friction, which is progress. Mm. Yeah, but so, that's why, so the, there's friction in shitloads of things that people need to do that probably would get them closer, but they don't do it because of the, because of the friction. Fr- the, the fear that it's the wrong friction. So for instance, yeah, the but it's like saying, thing. it's like him, uh, Pete saying, find the thing that you love doing mm. that you can be in the process. So you mm. love the process. Even when there's friction. Even there's when there's friction. friction. So there is friction. There's things you love that have friction, mm. which is like editing and stuff for me there. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. There's a lot of friction there. Mm. Problem solving. But what about, I guess, yeah, the thing around, Working on things that you're not good at. Yeah. So I was thinking this mm. recently, doubling down. You know how they say, uh, double down on the your things strengths. you're good at. Yeah, yeah strengths. Th- strengths. At what point do you not do that? Because mm. I think I've doubled down on the thing that I'm, mm. th- that is of less friction, which is not scripting things, being more in the moment, ad lib. So it serves you to a point, right? Yeah. You become the ad lib guy. Yeah. Or you become the person that doesn't need to really have a script. You have a few dot points and fucking riff. That's me, yeah. But then when should you lean into the written out, yeah. very articulate, and you can ship it as written or you could say it as a speech or you could, you know, like yeah. at when when do you sort of lean into that? When do you know? Yeah, I don't know if you do. I think that's a practice, yeah. right? Because I'm, I'm like you. I like ad lib. Mm. I like to show up and not necessarily have a set structure on what I'm going to talk about. I might have some ideas and I'll riff about them. But sometimes, I mean, the TED Talk was a great example. It requires you to essentially have a script and they – they like coach you and they make you send them the script of your talk, which is the opposite of how I've done most of mm. my talks. So I actually, I actually talked it and then sent it through a transcript software. That was how I wrote the script as opposed to typing it like an essay mm. and then reading it, which I think is what most people do. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, don't actually know the answer to that. When do you, when do mm. you like lean into your blind spots or double down on your blind spots mm. as opposed to doubling down on your strengths? I don't know. Uh, TJ, you talk about writing. You want to do more writing. You want to become a better writer. Well, I actually think it's because it's the, it, it all comes back to exactly what I was saying. Mm. I see it as a weakness. Ah. And so it's not a strength. It's a, fr- it's a high friction thing for me. Yeah, Cognitively, I- the other thing is not so much. But then I go, I question the double down on your strengths because it's like at some point there is something mm. that needs to be a part. So you need an element of that. And so if you can get small amounts of that, it doesn't mean I want to write a fucking book or yeah. Yeah. blog every day, but it's like there's bits. And so I don't know. And the syndicate, then maybe it is just going to be a friction 
always that does create some visceral response to me I when guess, I sit down to write. Yeah, I guess there's got to be some intention behind it too, right? Like the the idea of what's it for. So it's like I want to improve my writing so that what? Like if there's just so that I'm a better writer, maybe there's not enough actual like reason to do it. But mm. if it's so that all of the work that we do moving forward is even better or so that the business gets better because I'm writing better business proposals, I feel like the intention behind that mm. would make you do it or encourage you to do it more than just because I feel like it's a weakness. I want to get better at. I feel like there's got to be some intention as to why you're working yeah. on that. Is there some universality in the writing bit, which is actually writing is thinking Absolutely. as well. Yeah, I agree. And so writing isn't necessarily like some of the other things, like hard skills. Yeah. It's actually a way of processing and all mm. that sort of thing, which is the bigger mm. piece in the whole I thing. Think, I think writing is yeah. thinking and processing for sure. Mm. In the same way that you've been talking a bit about about going to see like a psychologist to talk out loud about things. Mm. I think writing for me has a similar impact. Is that in your morning pages? Yeah. Yeah. So in the one page that out. I write a morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so what about the distinction between that just being sort of, you know, uh, flow stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness yeah. versus uh, making it sensical. Yeah. So if you write, I guess part of it is if, if you write an email for a client, mm -hmm. you've had to do the work and the thinking to synthesize and to communicate. Mm. And so then it ticks the communicating, the thinking. That's where I think the power of writing is. Mm. Like it is in the the transfer of information rather than the specifics of where a comma goes. Oh, that's not even what I've given yeah. up on all that shit. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about that. It doesn't mean anything. Um, and so what is it then in the writing? So it's, it's not the grammar or punctuation. I think there's a real intention to an email. What's the information that I need to get across to mm. this person? Mm. What have they said to me? So what's the stimulus? What's the questions they've asked me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then just formulating that. And for, yeah, so for me, that's the, like the, the stream of consciousness is different. You're right. So the blog on a Sunday. Yeah. And so the intention behind that is not just stream of consciousness. It's like, can I put forward an idea worth noodling on, worth thinking about? Exactly. Yeah. Because I can go hard on that stream. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I'm rabbit, 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 rabbit. Fuck, what's that outside? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, mm -hmm. you can do it. But then when it's trying to formulate it to be sensical and mm. flow and so yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a hard one yeah and i just think it's a practice like i think mm -hmm. that's why i do it every sunday because i think every time you do it you yeah. get a little bit better at it um is there something that doesn't come natural to you that you've identified that you sort of push this side? like oh, plenty plenty yeah plenty i think planning is probably one of the main ones I feel like we might have spoken about this on one of my nine appearances, but yeah, the ability. <laughs> yeah, how many minutes? The ability we'll to plan there. ahead. Nine point six hours. Nine point six hours. Mm. That's just Spotify, Spotify score for there the. There you go. Yeah. Nine point six. So I think yeah, my ability to plan ahead has always been a bit of a weakness. I've I've could frame it as a strength because I'm like I'm always in the moment and I'm able mm. to be ad lib. But there are definitely moments in time where I've been like I really should have planned ahead for this moment. I wish I had been able to be do that. And the people around me, I think that's who it impacts the most. That's why you push back on planners so much. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're thinking about turning Sundays from a normal weekend banter. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why we're thinking this, Harry was saying that he was doing his HSC. He was struggling to keep up. He was getting FOMO. And so you fall off the wagon in regards to listening to the mm -hmm. show. A bunch of people who were listening or watching through Matt Diavella's yeah. uh, feature that he did on us were saying it would be great to have uh, specific bits, which is highlights that I can mm. watch that's not going to require the 10 hours yeah. a week or whatever. So like a Sunday recap. Exactly. Mm. And so we were think thinking the Sunday catch up where it's uh, the best of goes for around 40 minutes of 
that type of content with a 10-minute bit. And when we say catch-up, it's from the week. Six full shows mm-hmm. finding great bits. So you just still each one you- to like five or 10 minutes. Well, no, so we're even trying to work that out. So do, do you need to represent every show mm. Um, in the catch-up, not necessarily. A, yeah, a highlight. If there's a highlight and it's a great bit that mm-hmm. adds to the story or the narrative for the week yeah. or it's a great guest. Like this week's been huge. Yeah. Michael Bungo Stadia. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Lady Brains. Mm-hmm. Who else have we, we had? Jem. Jem, Harry. There's so much been going Big on. Week, yeah. And then Pete. And, yeah. so, and so, yeah, I guess the question becomes, so like user experience, I start thinking about that. And so if we put it within the feed, because one, uh, one of the listeners said, will it be a separate feed? Mm. I hate the idea of having two no, fucking you want, feeds. You don't, you don't want, want feeds. Too much time. I think and so, just in, in, in front of the number, you just mm-hmm. write recap in brackets or something. So this is another thing. I'm obsessed with the numbers. How annoying is the Apple podcast thing? Yeah, very annoying. But the question around, do we think a recap, the catch-up episode. Does it count as a number? Does it count as a number? I think, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you're doing, if you're doing you a unique bit yep. at the start. Yep. Because it, it will have to. a u- unique bit at the start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think okay. it still counts Because you have your, you, like your signpost at the start. Mm-hmm. You can say your number there. And so mm-hmm. we would say like it's a daily talk show uh, for catch up for your Sunday. TJ, what was your favourite bit of the yeah, week? Yeah. And Pete then you'll and be I, like. It's Pete's legs under the table. You did <laughs> see them. Yeah. They were there. And, and, they were. The, and I really. Um, what fucked you up because I didn't wear my shirt. I normally wear shorts oh, yeah, no. every single You're day. You're looking so, so formal in pants. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on? It would have been skin on skin. <laughs> no, it would have been perfect. Um, so, what are we? Any any feedback or thoughts or what are some questions um, that we could ask to get some more clarity around this? I like it. Firstly, mm-hmm. I think the the what's it for feels clear, which mm-hmm. is to help people catch up on your show and maybe you get all of a sudden new listeners that only listen on a Sunday, mm-hmm. which is fine. The catch-up crew. Yeah. Catch-up crew. It's yeah, like church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might have the Gronk squad and then you might have the catch-up crew. Yeah. yeah. Slightly different audience. And the other interesting thing about catch the catch-up crew. crew is that someone might listen to the Sunday catch-up. And then go and, back. And then they'll be yeah. like, fuck, I loved the episode with Pete. That's I'm actually good. going to listen. So it actually becomes an onboarding yeah. from last week's mm. bits of content. Yeah. Yeah. You so want to deep if, dive with Pete? Go back to episode. Yeah. Yeah. And so you could leave with blah, that blah, if, new people, if people that are new, you could say, hey, just check out one of the recap episodes. Mm-hmm. And then if you like it, pick and choose. It's like a menu. You can yeah. pick yeah. and choose from there. It's a really great way to finish off the week. So mm. the profits that come from yeah, the catch-up show, do I get 10 or 20%? <laughs> yeah, you can get 100% for the next week. Have you been listening to the show? Harry? There's a lot of talk about monetization. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy using the company card. And he, uh, how much did you spend on Fat Fridays? Uh, $25 or something. You said it was 10 Yeah. And you didn't 10. get us a receipt. And I didn't get a receipt. Come on, Harry. <laughs> it's disappointing to say the least. Um, podcasting in 2020 for you, mm. what's been the learnings from 2019? Is that a full, have you done more than a year now? Yeah, 62, I think. So just okay. over a year. Mm-hmm. So 62 episodes, episodes, one a week. Every week, 62 yeah. weeks. 62 weeks. So learnings have been, this year in particular, we fell out of the habit of having a can. So like 10 in the backlog mm-hmm. so that we could just pick and choose and we got into the, I think, the unhelpful habit, which is like, we better record an episode for this week mm-hmm. and doing that, which meant we weren't able to focus on other stuff that we want to do and build together. So we're recalibrating on that. The other thing we love doing was episodes in person, mm-hmm. shocker, which yeah. is when you're in the same room when I'm in New York, we can actually try and record like 10 to 15, a bit like what okay. you guys do when you're yeah, in LA. Yeah. So we're going to try and do that next year when I'm in- What about guests? When I'm in New York. 
We have been talking about that. Mm-hmm. We've got a few pretty cool potential guests lined up and we might do like, we were thinking maybe once a quarter or once every couple of mm-hmm. months, just throwing in a guest episode. Fuck, this is contentious. Will Seth Godin do it? Under 100, because that's his rule. No, he's definitely not. I think he'll be fine. I, I mean, he seems like a guy that sticks to his, rule, <laughs> yeah. sticks to his rules. So yeah. I don't, you know him better than I do. Oh, I could send him a message and we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Thanks. He does the grog. Yeah, just mention that you've been on the Daily Talk show. <laughs> <laughs> Those two weirdos are Use in your office. leverage, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Harry, uh, this is officially your final episode. Yes. It's a goodbye. For the work experience. Thank you for everything. Oh, thank you for having me. We've had so much fun. Uh, any highlights? And I've asked you throughout the week, oh. and you've sort of failed fast. <laughs> um, have you got yeah. anything? Deep, um, dig deep. Yeah. Dig deep. You got this, Harry. I think Michael's episode was a big eye opener. Mm-hmm. You did great, by the way. That was really good. Yeah. Well, now I've got a bloody post once a week, yeah. so now I've got mm-hmm. that stress on my. And you're gaining followers uh, slowly. Have we come up with a nickname? A nickname? No. Well, yeah, he, do you I know think- he he messaged me last <laughs> night. I love the message because he's like, uh, yeah, like this hi is boss. A, hi boss, hi boss. <laughs> it's because well, he knows he knows how to. I said to ninety seven, will like you start calling yeah. me boss? Yeah, you would. Really he said like absolutely him. not. I said maybe I get Tommy to start calling me boss. <laughs> but um, no, he said hi, hi boss, and then he signed off. Uh, te- teenage Gronk, teenage Gronk, not bad. Teenage Gronk. Well, I thought there's Queen Gronk, Cool Gronk, teen King Gronk. Gronk. So teenage Gronk, teen Gronk, yeah, yeah. Which will be awkward when you turn twenty, but that's okay. Yeah, you're done for the next little bit. It'll be good. Yeah, I like work experience, Harry. Yeah, work experience. Pretty long though. What about intern, yeah. Harry? Now interns too. Oh, Dill was intern. Yeah, he was. Oh, because he was you know, from was North America. Three D you know, Dill. Three D Dill. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he got there. Work experience, Harry's not bad. It's just a bit yeah. long. Anything else that we could call you, Flory? Yeah, that was a recommendation, but I don't like that. Yeah. Well, look. To be honest, I don't, get, don't it. get to pick I don't it. get it at all. Flory, floor manager. Oh, floor manager, oh, Harry, okay. Flory. Who said that? Who was Someone the... Someone in the... Oh, it was in our DM. Floor manager, Harry's not bad. I, I really liked it. Floor uh, manager, Harry. said work experience, Harry's too long. <laughs> <laughs> floor, floor manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry. I mean, same Floor life. manager, work experience, Harry. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. has? I just Tell like me. Harry. You just like Harry. Yeah, I mean... But that's not... We've been through this. It's not what it's about. <laughs> we need a character. Yeah, we need to really sort of... Happy Harry. Off cam I Harry. Like, I like happy, happy Harry. Harry. Happy Harry. Happy Harry. Yeah. Are you guy. happy? Like, yeah, I'm happy. You're a pretty happy guy. Out yeah. of a week, seven days. How many are you happy? Six. That's oh, pretty good. That's <laughs> about as many episodes. And which day is the, the bad up. day? <laughs> yeah. The Sundays. Sundays. I is hate it? Sundays. Really? It's a strong word, hate, Harry. What do you yeah, hate about Sundays? And Sunday? that's why I used it. Okay. Like, <laughs> cut through. Why do you hate what it? What about hating Harry? Hateful Harry. Just for Sundays. Now, what do you hate about Sundays? Um, I think it's just being the end of the week. I think, like, like how many times been, is he's pushing this end of the week bullshit? Like, like yeah. it's just been such a good week, and then I've got to start again. Go back to go back to the start. Start all over again. What if you didn't look at it like Could that? Could you what reframe about, that? Harry? Yeah. Could you reframe it? What do you mean? Oh, so, 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 so come across and say Saturday's the last day of the week. No, no, no. Like reframe no. the fact that instead of the end of, a be- the end of the week being a bad thing, what if it was a great thing? What if it was like tying the bow on a great week and then you get to move on and do something mm. fresh? What if, what if you get to build on each week? So last oh, week was yes. a great week and yes. so this week's going to be even better. So you just yeah. keep building each week. Just level up every week. Mm. Mm. How do you feel about that, Harry? Yeah, but then when I'm like 80 years old, I can't improve my week by week very well. Absolutely you can. You can always improve. Just read an extra book. 
Or listen. Gain a bit of knowledge. Or listen. Or listen. Yeah. Or listen I like Happy Harry. Happy Harry. Harry, yeah. Harry makes us happy. Yeah. Is Happy Harry available Harry on happy Instagram? Happy. Yeah. Happy. Feels like yeah. a tough yeah. one. I'll be happy to swap. I'll see if the dot com's available. Can we get that? Happy yeah, Happy Harry. Happy. I'm sure it's yeah, taken. Happy, I, I can't afford another domain. Either can we? Maybe our friends at Venture IP can help us out. Happy Harry. Where do I want to go? Nah, Happy Harry's renovate. Appreciate oh. some laminate flooring on Instagram. Laminate or flooring. The what about Instagram? Oh, happy has. Nah, ha- happy Happy Harry is Happy Gordon on Instagram. Oh. We'll send him a message. Yeah, Happy has a Happy has. No, I don't. Like I mean, he doesn't have to have it. Doesn't have to take the happyharry.com. Oh, the happyharry.com. Gladharry.com. Nah, no. The happyharry. Happyharry.io. I'll, I'll just put it in my bio. Happyharry. Funnyharry.com. No, no. Can you do happyharry dash at the Daily Talk Show? Happyharry.me. That's good. Okay. We're getting in his link in his bio. What about like happy.harry on Instagram? Surely that'll be Golden Harry. Happyharry.farm. Yeah. This is solid content, I'm sure. <laughs> what about that? Happyharry.farm. I, I don't want to brand myself <laughs> oh, alongside the farm. Why not? Because he's trying to... I'm trying to get away oh, from like He farm. needs happyharry.melbourne. What about happyharry.me? <laughs> it's pretty solid. Happyharry.today is available. Is there dot .lodge? No. no. Happyharry.solutions. <laughs> Happyharry.zone. There's heaps. Because Phil and I always reading, talk yeah. about all the domain extensions that you can get. I wonder if there's a dot .lodge. Yeah. Mm. Happy Harry dot menu, yeah. The Happy Harry dot singles was so, available. Yeah, so I mean, the issue is, so are we? Do we need all the domain names if we're going to go with the nickname? I think no, Instagram not. first. You want the Instagram? Okay, I'll do that. Let's do it. So, what's the name? The Happy Harry. Oh, what about helpful oh, Harry? Harry. Ha- helpful Harry. No, no, too that's happy. too that's helpful. too airy fairy. Yeah, he yeah. wants to be happy. I want to be happy. Happy okay. Harry, except on Sundays. Yep. Okay. Yeah, perfect. yeah I love that. <laughs> it's a quirk. You're a yeah. quirk, dude. Yeah. That's, your, that's your description. Can we get Angry Harry as a character on Sundays? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who phones in? Unhappy <laughs> Harry. Can we catch up? I'm the catch up. You're tuning Yeah. Can that. we do like a little bit now? Where G'day. G'day, Terry. It's bloody Sunday. It's bloody annoying. <laughs> we talk to Angry Harry for a moment. Can do we you interview him? Satellite? This is yeah. Sunday. Via people, satellite. This is yeah, coming yeah. out. Sunday. Okay. It's the Daily Talk Show and it's. The uh, catch up. You know what gives me the shits? What? Oh, it's Angry Harry. What's up? Is when you go to the supermarket and you're queuing, and mm-hmm. then they open up the next register, and the person behind you goes to the next Stitch register. Up. Oh. Shouldn't the person closest who has been waiting the longest go to the next register? Yeah, Harry. And then you feel like you got to say something, but then you can't. Why? Well, because then they'll throw a punch or something. Like you- <laughs> Not everyone's angry, though, Harry. Oh, well, you never know. It's like on a Sunday, everyone's angry. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's got a bit of Husey loses it sort of. Vibe. It does, yeah. yeah I like yeah. it. Angry yeah, Harry. A little on bit Sundays. of what grinds my gears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Well, um, or we could just stay with Happy Harry. So it's just like. Isn't he meant to be happy? Ironic. It's an ironic nickname. Could we do a little, could you be in our catch up things? Maybe that's where we, maybe, hang on, this is a great little bit. Catch up every single Sunday. We catch up with one other person. So, fuck, this is great. (laughs) 3D deal. Happy Harry, we on the Sunday we they join us for the intro and we can we talk may as well just do another show. No, no, no. So it's ten minutes. <laughs> it's no. just as much work. No, 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 it's ten minutes. It's not about doing less work. It's about yeah. actually doing it for the audience. I think there's something in. So if we had three D deal, we could be like, hey mate, to catch up with anything from the week. He could say, I love these bits. Oh, okay. So we could so actually say mm, to the person, so you get a viewer's perspective on the exactly. week. Exactly, yep. and so we could 
we could actually get a person to take yeah. some of the pressure off you. Notice it was that you burping, Harry. Harry. Happy Harry. Happy Harry. Happy Harry. <laughs> 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 um, Ninety-seven. We could even. It's almost like um, what was the music show? But rage. Yeah. So you would have the, here's, a, here's another idea. You could get a um, like a voicemail. People could leave. Uh-huh. Mm. Giving like a hey, <laughs> hey guys, I love this bit. It helped me a like lot. a Kimbo. You, just, oh, yeah, you yeah. record a little question or a little I don't good. want to be seen yeah. to be copying a Kimbo, but yeah, a few podcasts do it. Yeah, yeah so it's like a voicemail. That's so, good. Yeah, but then the char- we can have the characters on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we could do yeah. Happy Harry joins us uh, for catch up, and then you, we tell your week in advance, mm. Harry, mm. and so you find a, a few of your favourite bits. Yeah, what time is bit. it, Harry? It's, yeah, we've got to go. It's 1:50. 10 to 2. You've got a meeting. That's good. Happy Harry. Thank you for, for good being here for yeah. the week, man. Uh, Pete Shepard, thank you. We love you and your white t shirt. Thanks for having me. Very yeah, excited. You like that? It looks great. Just wanted really, to throw the, in. the shorts are great, mm, too. Yeah, thanks. I've got to give him a compliment. You smell good. What's that? What's that cologne you're wearing? Actually, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's the one that's B L V G L G R E. Yeah, that one. Thank you. Do you, why do you know about Bulgari? Nah, because nice branded. You know where I got that? Where'd you get it? When I was flying in business class on an Emirates flight, they give you like a- oh, really? Yeah. A and I was oh. like, this stuff is amazing. Yeah. Oh, so I bought yeah, yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. I gave them, I got a candle when I was on Singapore yeah. first and gave it to my Airbnb. Yeah. on the plane? Surely you can't do that, can you? No flames. No, no, no way. No open flames on a plane. No drones, no flames. You're allowed a baby horse though. Miniature horse. Oh, <laughs> up to 45 kg as a support That's animal. a solid little fucking horse. Yeah. That's like that Shetland pony we saw the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a daily talk show. See you tomorrow, guys. See you guys. See you guys.